Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And we welcome on the line PSL prosecutor Mr. Nande Becker just to give us an update of what happened in that uh, DC hearing with the Royal AM. I'm sure you've heard uh, that we've been covering this story over the past few weeks. So much has happened. Uh, Mr. Becker, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight, sir. Good evening, Kapisa. Nice talking to you again. Thank you. Uh, just maybe a bit of background on this, DC, Mr. Becker, involving Royal AM, because it could not take place in the past two weekends, but it finally happened. What, is, what had caused the postponements, firstly? Yes. Kapisa, the first Saturday that the matter was set down for um, Royal AM's legal advisors applied for a postponement. Uh, you know, however, both our disciplinary committee as well as our DRC has certain rules that need to be complied with in situations like this. Neither the DC nor the DRC are, are courts of law, but they are rules so that neither side, um, as well as the, the panels and the disciplinary hearings in the chamber and the dispute resolution chamber, are, net, are not met with um, unexpected um issues to be argued. So um, I am failed to, to file papers to say they were applying for a postponement and to give the reasons so that it could be considered beforehand and um, the prosecutor could, on behalf of the league could actually answer their request for a postponement. Um, the matter was then postponed for a week so that they could get their paperwork in order. On the second Saturday, seems like a lifetime ago, um, we argued the question of postponement. They filed their papers. The disciplinary committee turned down the request for the matter to be postponed. And they immediately applied for a postponement on a different basis, and that was on the basis that the president um, of Royal Aim, Sean McKeezy, had suddenly taken ill after a COVID-19 shot or something like that. And on the basis of fairness to all the, the, the disciplinary committee granted in that postponement. And on, on that basis, we, we actually ran the match on Saturday, this past Saturday. Um, it, it's a bit of a strange match because the, the facts are really not in dispute. Um, and and just before we get the prosecutor, hmm. sorry about that. I think I got ahead of myself. Maybe for those <laughs> not familiar with the story, why is Royal AM appearing before the DC? That, that's actually that's actually quite easy, you know. As, as per the rules, as at the end of every season, um, there's a certain procedure to go through to be followed um, in terms of the NSL dealing with with clubs being promoted from the um, Great Africa Championship, the first division to the Premier Division, and teams being relegated from the Premier Division to the Great Africa Division. So the the um, bottom team of the PSL will automatically be relegated to the first division, and the top team in the first division will automatically be promoted to um, the Premier Division. In addition to that, the second last team in the Premier Division, as well as numbers two and three in the first division, will play a mini league or mini tournament amongst themselves to to see. Um, and, and the winner of that mini tournament will then also either go up to the Premier Div or if the Premier Division club wins that tournament, will stay there. Um, the, the whole dispute came about as a result of a ruling um, in a, a protest that had been lodged um, relating to a case between Sikiguni United and Polokwane City. 
the disciplinary committee has, has uh, in respect of that dispute, which concerned the uh, fielding of, of the requisite number of any 23 players, had um, found Polokwane guilty, but had not awarded the points of the match to Sekutuni. They merely deducted three points from uh, um, uh, Polokwane's um, total. Mm. Um, Sekutuni took that matter on appeal to arbitration. The matter was heard um, before the senior counsel, uh, Milton Epstein, and Mr. Epstein ruled that uh, Sekutuni should be awarded. That, 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 Polokwane was guilty, as found by the DC, but in terms of the sanction, three points were awarded to Sekutuni, so they got an additional three points. The result, the next result of that was at the end of the season, instead of Royal AM being on the, on the top of the Glad Africa Championship, Sekukuni was there and gained automatic promotion to the Premier Division. Now, um, Royal AM had been arguing that they should have, they were at the top of the league and that they should have been promoted instead of Sekukuni. So that is the basis for the, the dispute. Consequently, um, when the fixtures for the playoffs were announced and, and the, the, the fixtures were, the matches were held, um, Royal AM, for want of a better description, boycotted the, the matches in which they were involved. The first match they arrived at the, the, the venue, but they didn't take the pitch, um, and the other three fixtures they, they simply didn't arrive at all. So, in my mind, as a prosecutor, um, I have determined that there appear cases or cases of misconduct have taken place, and I charge them accordingly. So that's why we end up this last Saturday starting to deal with the merits of of the allegations of misconduct against them. Okay, and then how many charges were they facing? Is it just one charge for boycotting the no. the, the playoffs? There, there were four. There are four different sets of charges in respect of each match. Um, so there would have been a charge in respect of the, the home and away fixtures against Richards Bay and in respect of the home and away fixtures against Chippa United. But in each charge sheet, there was there, there were several charges. The main one obviously being that, that they didn't honour the fixture um, when they were supposed to do so. Then there are a number of other charges, and all of them are serious, mm. um, but but they, they flow from the fact that, that Royal AM didn't partake in, in the matches. Right? Where they were the home team, they were supposed to provide match balls, um, uh, uh, substitution balls. In all of them, prior to the match, they were supposed to um, submit documents to the match commissioner regarding um, COVID-19 and the players and screenings. They were supposed to take part in meeting, pre-match meetings. They were supposed to... Um, display their kit to the other side and things like that. So all of those flowed from from the fact that they weren't at the match. Okay. And then we move to Saturday now. Thank you for explaining that and giving us background yes. and for explaining what happened the other two Saturdays when it could not take place. Finally, right. the DC took place on Saturday then. What would have transpired in the DC and who would have been in attendance? All right. Well, under the, under the guidance of the chairperson of this DC, that advocate um, Ceci Beloy is also a senior counsel at the bar. Um, uh, the, the parties made, specifically Royal AM, made admissions that effectively the facts aren't in dispute. They can't deny that they weren't at the, at the matches as such. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't deny that all the, 
additional charges about not displaying their kit and not submitting to the, the documents to the match commission, that those didn't happen because yeah, they didn't happen. The, their defence, it appears, is a legal defence as to the legality of the playoffs as such. You will, you will also know that there have been several court applications in, in the High Court in, in um, Johannesburg um, between Inter-Agia Royal AM and the, the National Soccer League, etc., etc. So it's, it's part, and parcel, part and parcel of that argument on their behind, on, on their behalf. Okay, so if they're not arguing the charges then, that should be a, a simple case. Is it, is it as simple yeah. as it sounds? Well, <laughs> if it was so simple, why is it taken three Saturdays? <laughs> um, you know, it, yes, uh, it requ- every, every, every person is allowed to raise it as a defense. You are you're innocent until proven guilty. Um, this, this isn't a criminal case. It isn't a civil case. But if we were to equate it to a criminal case, the criminal act is there. We've just got to deal with the intention behind the criminal criminal act, and and that that largely will be, um, I suppose, a revisiting of all the issues that have been um, argued in court um, prior to this as well. So yes, I believe um, the the DC um, ordered that both myself as well as Royal AM's legal advisors. Handing written heads of arguments by five o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. The matter has then been postponed to Wednesday night, I think the 11th of, of August at six o'clock, when they will hand, the, the DC will hand down a ruling. That is if they don't have any additional questions that they want to ask either Royal AM's legal advisors or myself. And if the um, ruling goes in favour of the league, um, both parties then will present argument or league witnesses as regards uh, an appropriate sanction. And then, Mr. Becker, you mentioned that there are other court cases that I think we are aware about. They did say that they are going to go to the highest court to, to yes. fight this matter, basically. Yes. How different is this DC hearing from the other cases that are currently underway? To my mind, they, they are unrelated. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to go into the merits of the matter as such. Obviously, one needs to look at those cases as well to see if anything can be learned from them and be learned from the judgments which have been handed down by the three judges involved. Um, but once again, um, Royal AM is bound by the rules. The, the articles and rules contained in the handbook of the league, and that is the basis that, that I rely on to proceed with this matter. Okay, so whatever happens in the court, it's basically got nothing to do with the DC that is internal that is being done by the league. From from my point of view, it doesn't. Obviously, yeah. Royal AM has it, or Royal AM's legal advisors has yeah. doesn't necessarily share my point of view. Yeah. They have a different a different argument as such. Um, I believe that the matter can quite satisfactorily be dealt with on the basis of what is provided for in our handbook. And we've seen, I mean, over the past few weeks that Royal AM have said that they will go to the highest court possible. Is is there no concern that they could drag this process like they've done with the current court case, case that is underway? <laughs> the, 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 my answer to that is the following. As you will know, we're not just talking about sport, um, soccer, mm-hmm. football as such. Nobody is bigger than the game. Um, you know, I will come and go, you will come and go, Royal AM will come and go, Pirates will come and go, but the game of football will still carry on. 
Now, league officially kicked off yesterday. The NSL league kicked off with uh, the, um, the Carving Cup. The Super 8 starts, I believe, next week. And the first league fixtures are scheduled. I'm not involved in that. Mm. My memory serves me correctly for the 19th of August. Mm. So from the NSL's point of view, I can't speak on their behalf, but, but all the indications that I've received, and, and obviously if I had to get dates and and things like that from the football department and such, indicates that, that the legal league is going on and that the the court litigation is running parallel to the practical um, uh, uh, things being done by the league the administration, the administrative steps being taken to deal with the 2021-2022 season. Mm. And would you, as the prosecutor, I know they've always said that the PSL prosecutor is separate from what the the, the, the league does. Would you have a time frame of how quickly you want to handle this situation? Obviously, as quickly as possible, but because um, in terms of the handbook, there is a requirement that disciplinary committees must deal with matters expeditiously, expeditiously as possible. Um, because it, it, it's no good, it, 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 it's no good hanging around waiting um, for the outcome of, of a disciplinary committee hearing. Which, the, if, 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 if the results are for Royal AM, obviously it's going to give a, it's going to give an indication as to where the court cases might go. I don't know. If the, the result goes against them, it will most definitely give clarity on on. Uh, positions of the law, um, you know, the final positions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The thing needs to come to an end. We've been carrying on with this since um, May, I suppose, already, and it, it's not good for football. You know, again, nobody, nobody's as big as the game. So I would like yeah. to have it finalised by the 11th of August. Um, what happens subsequent to that? Well, you know, that, that will be. That will, uh, um, I will decide, depending, you know, if, if there's a possibility of taking, if there's a need, on, in, in my opinion, as prosecutor, to take the disciplinary's finding or, or their uh, sanction on appeal. Mm. That, that that would be open to me. We would go to an arbitrator, or we would go to SAFA, first of all, and then an arbitrator. And similarly with Well AM, they also have that those options in front of them. Arbitrator. Mm. Refer the matter to SAFA's um, arbitration panel, uh, not arbitration panel, disciplinary panel, which is the appeal body for us, and after that to arbitration if necessary. Mm. And what would be the possible sanctions here, Prosecutor? If you look at the um, our, our handbook, all the, the sanctions are set up in that, and, and it ranges from, you know, in, in the very the most minor of matters from a reprimand. Um, it could, um, you have a situation. Well, obviously, one, one, one of the things that are in the event of being successful that would have to come into play would be um, the awarding of those matches where there was no participation to the opposing team. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um, with clubs, we've got a maximum fine of a million rand. Per offence, which is uh, that's money, mm-hmm. and and ultimately you also look at expulsion from the league. Mm-hmm. You know, all all of those are provided for in the in the rules. Um, I can't waste an opinion at, at this stage as to what mm-hmm. exactly I would be asking for, but it's a it's a clean slate. The charges are serious, um, and um, hopefully, in the event of um, the charges being upheld against. Royal AM, 
um, I will be able to convince the DC to to impose an appropriate an appropriate sanction. And have you dealt with a matter like this before? Nobody in the world has dealt with a matter like this before. I couldn't find a single instance where clubs have willingly or knowingly boycotted um, league matches to the extent that World AM have. I've been doing a bit of research. I'm not finished with that, but I'm yet to find uh, a single instance of um, charges as as um, serious as these. So what lessons then do we take from a situation like this, especially if it's the first time that you're dealing with something like this, Prosecutor? Look, I've dealt with matters, urgent matters, um, matters that have been um, serious in the own uh, before as well. So it, that is just part of, part of the, the job description as such. Mm-hmm. But, but the, the lesson to be learned, yeah, as, I, as I said previously, nobody is bigger than the game, number one. Number two, no club in South Africa is compelled to play in professional football except if they undertake to adhere to the the rules and regulations um, contained in our handbook. Um, It's a contract. Mm. The the, the clubs are contractually bound to to, to, um, adhere to the the rules and regulations. if, If they do that... They know when they when when they uh, acting contrary to to what is contained in that, and if they do so knowingly, then sanctions must follow. It's as simple as that. It need not be a complicated matter. Okay, but it is a complicated matter, and and uh, it's been complicated for the past couple of weeks. And just judging by the comments, especially on my social media account, the same question keeps coming up: Why did this matter take so long? Are you able to just, just clarify for us why this matter has taken so long? Because a lot of people are putting the blame on the PSL. They 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 saying that this matter should have been dealt with when it happened, basically in January. It was dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the the procedures were put in place to hold the. Disciplinary hearing after the the protest, there were requests for for postponements on the part of the respondent club in the protest. That was Polokwane City. All of those caused delays. Then you've got to bear in mind every time you sit down um, to have a disciplinary hearing, if there are legal advisors involved, and and you've got members on the disciplinary panel that are from the legal fraternity, you can't just say, well, week from now on Monday, let's all get together via those synchronized diaries and, and all types of, of practical things like that. And it's for that reason, for example, why the this when when these charges have been instituted, uh, were instituted, I set the matter down for a Saturday because it's 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 inconvenient to everybody involved on the one hand. But on the other hand, it's pretty sure that most people will be available on the Saturday and even the Sunday if necessary to, to attend to this matter which needs to be sorted out and clarified. Um, and then in between you, 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 um, you have the availability of the, um, an arbitrator to hear the appeal by Sekakuni. And then, boom, court applications flew left, right and center after that. Totally beyond my control. Um, not initiated by me. Um, I get given a, a set of results and such, and then I've got to deal with it from there onwards. Okay, so if I understand you correctly, you're saying the parties that were involved then are the ones that dragged this matter from when it started? Um, I, yes, I'm not saying intentionally. Yes, so. yes, yes, correct. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that that is the net effect of having uh, come all the way from a protest being lodged um, uh, originally, having a discipline in the hearing, uh, 
going through the, the civil war, I can't even remember, I don't have my files in front of me. Mm. I think they might, they might have sat for three, four, four three separate days, on three separate days. Um, I know there were practical issues with pleas then being withdrawn and changed. Um, then the disciplinary committee had to, to consider consider their verdict as the, the story went as such. Mm. That came out. Then it had to go to arbitration. And arbitration had to be be arranged. He had, had an available date. He had to consider the matter. Hand down the his finding. And that is when this was really well in. It was not a party to the original proceedings, then became uh, involved itself, and we ended up with, I think, three separate court applications um, flowing from the arbitrator's award. However, as I speak to you tonight, in terms of my rules, um, FCSC's award still stands, and that's the, way, the, the reason why I've been proceeding. I put my head down, I've looked at the rules, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, that, that, that I'm acting in accordance with the provisions of our. Um, rules and regulations in the handbook, and I'm, I'm carrying out, I'm carrying on, and, and I'm not getting sidelined by the court cases and the various appeals, etc., etc. And I'm going to ask the same questions then because it's dragged so long. I don't think people expected it to go this far, but it's also played out ugly in the media. What lessons then do we take from this? How we're able going forward to speed up these processes? I, I honestly don't. I don't think so. Um, you know, if you if you're dealing with a matter that starts in January and um, everything is done and delivered in April, to to then find yourself in July August with court cases and so on, it is not predictable. Um, it, 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 it's the more rules you impose, the more huh, let's blame it on the lawyers. The more people will try and get around them and uh, you know extend things in order. For their own benefits or for the benefits of their clients, whatever the situation would be. There's no, there has never been a benefit to the NSL to, to drag this matter on. I mean, the, the damage that it does not only to the, the, the NSL brand, but to the sponsors and everybody else involved in soccer is, it's not good for soccer. It's not good for professional soccer in South Africa. Yeah. And no crowd is asking on Twitter, has there ever been a club that's gone to the Concord like Royal AM is threatening to do? Not to the best of my knowledge. And finally, uh, Prosecutor, the PSL fixtures were released today. You did say that the season is basically underway now with the Culling Black label taking place yesterday. Does this then not make this case academic because the results of the playoffs, um, it seems like then you've also decided on the results of the playoffs because Chipa is in the premiership fixture list. Yeah, that's getting into the, that's seriously getting into the, the merits of the matter as such. I have my personal views, which I've argued before the disciplinary committee mm. as far as that is concerned. Um, I don't think it would be fair to, to Royal AM to, to make those public at this stage. Um, I, I do have my own views as to the, the effectiveness of, of the appeals as such. I have my own, all my own views of the, 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 um, terms of success of the appeals based on the, the various cases that, that I've and papers that I've read, because even though I wasn't involved in the um, court applications and mm-hmm. such, in preparing for these disciplinary proceedings, and because Will Aim have, have sought to rely on them, I've, I've had to do quite a bit of reading, um, and, and obviously I'm an attorney, I, I reach my own conclusions on the basis of the two sets of arguments in front of me, that that's on behalf of Will Aim and that's on behalf of the, the NSL. Mm-hmm. So I have my own views, 
but that, that would be getting into the merits of the matter, and I, I would, it would, would be, probably be better to talk to me after the 11th. Okay. As far as that's concerned, but but because Chipper is in the is in the fixture list for the Premiership, can we confirm that they've won the playoffs? In, in terms of our rules, Chipper is in the, in the Premier Div. They've been fixtured in the, the Premier Division as mm. such, um, and the NSL is proceeding accordingly. Again, you you should be confirmation of that from from the league. But I'm, I'm saying that on the basis of information that's been given to me by the football department, because you know I, I had to to also ascertain on basically on an ongoing basis what the impact of these disciplinary proceedings could be and would be on the 2021-2022 season. So to the best of my knowledge, the league has, has accepted them as winners of the playoffs. Mm. They've remained in the Premier League. Um, I believe that they've, they've um, commenced prepara- preparation for um, participation in the Premier Division as such. So life goes on. Okay, it does go on. We'll catch up with you maybe after the 11th of uh, August if everything is finalized by then, uh, Prosecutor. But we really appreciate the time you've given us tonight and the clarity and answering the questions that people have been asking. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to do so. Okay, thank you, PSL prosecutor there, Mr. Nanda Becker. So you see, folks, he is a real person. He is there. He does speak, and he was available to speak to us uh, tonight. Gave us a bit of clarity. Basically, it's a serious case. This against Royal AM, and they even they could even be expelled. That's how serious he says it is. And the fines are ranging to from 1 million rand to so much money that I can't even count. Uh, so we're going to revisit this case then when on the 11th of August.